Welcome to Mom Means Business, the podcast where we celebrate the incredible strength and resilience of moms who are turning their dreams into reality. With your hosts, Jamie and Jessica. This is more than just a podcast. It's your mom business meeting. So let's dive in, connect, and together let's show the world that mom means business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your mom means business meeting agenda today. Welcome back, Jamie. I missed you. I know. I missed you too. (laughs) Don't ever leave again. Okay, thanks. (laughs) You never know what the day holds in this industry. That is a fact. Just so you know, I I don't think I said this on the podcast last time, but um, Jamie was like texting me and she was like, I can't get out of this meeting. I'm freaking out. I'm really sorry. You got to do it. You got to just Take it on, take it on. You've got it. So anyway, and you did, and I did, I did. Also, I'm giving everyone a moment so they can hear what I hear: the drums. My yep. neighbor drums in his garage. So if you can hear that, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it does like periodically stop when he takes a little break. Takes so. a little break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Today we have victory celebrations, water cooler talk. I think we're going to be in water cooler talk for like a little bit because I I have a list. I think you have a list. So let's do it. Mom jams, some business chatter I cannot wait to talk about, and then some news in the biz world. So let's get started. Victories and celebrations. What you got, girl? Oh, man. I always forget about this segment. Um. Okay. Well, I... I leave tomorrow for my oh, celebration yeah. trip for selling my uh, Cape Charles Escapes property management company. Mm-hmm. I mean, we booked this. We booked this like four months ago or more. Like November, or maybe something. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we leave tomorrow, and I'm really That's so excited. Exciting. That's yeah. exciting. Um, yeah, victories, victories. <sighs> I know it's the small, it's the small victories, but I. Oh, you know what? Yesterday, okay. This is this is actually a victory. So um, my friend and I, we had a, a Galentine's planned for last night. And on Monday, so this is whatever, Tuesday was when we were going to do it. Monday, we got a text message that said, hey, your event that you were going to do, we, it got canceled. You can't do it anymore. We're going to refund you the money. And we are not like people who pivot. We're, we're both very much planners. Like we had planned this three weeks it in advance. It was just the two of you? Just the two of us, yeah. What's, and what was the event? The event was to um, – make a our charcuterie board and then it went oh, blind, right. but like at a spa place. Yeah. It was like a whole thing. Oh. Canceled. Canceled. I- so then last minute, we pivoted so well. I was so proud of us. So this is what we did instead. We went to this little shopping center near our house. They had a whole, we looked it up. They had this whole date night thing. So they did that free valet. You got a free glass of wine. You got a free Kilwins fudge treat, and you got to use the couple's menu um, at the restaurant where we had reservations. And then, all, so we got all that for free. And then- um, why, her, why, why, why was it free? I, they were just doing you, like a- uh, Everything you just said was free? Well, the not wine, the meal. The, not the meal. But the but, wine and the- Yeah, the valet, the um, the little Kilwins treat. It was, it was so great. And I then, thought it looked like you were at a fundraiser. So then my friend's friend was hosting uh, like a an event at the Kendra Scott 
at, in the shopping. Yeah. Area. And it was so cute. We got to go there. They had free wine. They had chocolate covered strawberries. It was like a whole thing. I mean, we had a whole evening and we, from a pivot, from a pivot. Good job. I love a pivot, a pivot, a pivot. <laughs> um, did you get anything at Kendra Scott? I didn't, but the way I was drooling over all of it, it's so beautiful. I really like Kendra Scott, yeah. Well, My because you know Kendra Scott. Oh, I love them. I think I saw those last night. Just a basic, yeah. Yeah. Just a basic gold hoop. Well, so I didn't get anything because, you know, my next jewelry purchase is going to be my breast milk, like necklace or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that is equal to the same prices as Kendra Scott. So, but I'd rather have that than a Kendra Scott. Anyway. Wow. That sounds really, really fun and cute. It was so fun. It was so fun. And good job. There's definitely something to be said. Flexibility has been a really nice trait to like embrace. It's something that I've always struggled with as well, but I have become much more flexible as I have aged. Yeah. Because good things happen when you're flexible. Yes. Yes. You never know what's going to happen. I know. And you can just kind of like stress less. Yeah, I need to remember that. Like our mm-hmm. our flexibility yesterday really paid off. And my friend yes. was like, "You did. You got us what?" She was like, "Wait, you got you got free valet." And I was like, "No, I put your name on the list too. You get free valet." Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. I love that. It was Good great job. It was cool. so great. Anyway, all right, water cooler talk. I'm gonna let you kick it off because I know you came ready today, and I just want to give you that shout out. Okay, well, first I want to say that I went to a little Galentine situation last night too, and it was so fun. I went to a a, a bed and breakfast near our house um, mm-hmm. that one of my good friends' friends owns, and um, it was a book exchange, and it was really really fun. We all just what like book brought did you bring? books. Uh, okay, I brought um, I brought like an Ellen Hildebrand like fluffy oh, beach mm-hmm, read. Mm-hmm. Um, I brought like a Lisa Jewell thriller. Um, I brought the Attic Child, and I brought one other thriller. I can't remember. So how um, many how many books were you supposed to bring? Brought, everyone brought like two to four, okay. and then you left with how the only rule was that uh, you couldn't leave the host with any books. You know, like she didn't want to be responsible for her having like to make oh, them go yeah. anywhere. So yeah, if yeah. nobody took your book, you had to take it back. Um, and it was so fun and we were just kind of like pitching the idea. We were like, should we do a book club? And it's like, you know, a book club is a little hard to commit to. We were like, well, what if we just do this monthly and everyone like kind of does a pitch for a book that they've been reading that they really like Uh and somebody can either like borrow it or you can like put it as your like want to read and good reads or whatever. Anyways, it was really fun. It was fun to like do something different and have like a sort of like a purpose mingle hangout yeah that's yeah, really yeah. underrated yeah doing that it I th- really I feel is like you do a lot of that yeah i actually feel like you have a lot of purposeful like you guys come together for like a thing yeah i do a lot of just getting drinks with my friends like yeah i do a lot of that i love a purpose like even if it's just um gosh bunko that game bunko have you did you oh yeah your mom I remember you said you your mom used, used to, to do yep yeah and you used to host bunko in boot yeah. yes yes it was so much fun even that See, is like a good purpose, you know? I know. I really need yeah. to. I know. All, all my neighborhood friends are going to be like, yeah, when it, they're going to start texting me once they listen to this podcast. Be like, okay, when are you bringing it back? Bunko night. <laughs> Let's I want, do it. Um, I want some friends that will come over and like puzzle with me or something. Oh, my God. I can't. I, do you know how many conversations I've had with people about puzzles because of you? I – oh, my God. 
You know what, Jamie? are the best. Bring it. Just bring it together. Bring it around. And you know what? Actually, because of you, on our beach trip this summer, I'm actually going to bring a puzzle. I'm going to put it it on the table, and I'm going to see who participates. Do it. Um, If you are someone who engages in hyper-focus, like, that's where I have to take a pause because I am very much someone like that, where it's like the world is just like in a (laughs) vortex and everything's happening around me. And I'm like, nobody talk to me. I can't process anything anyone is saying to me. (laughs) So. Okay, that was my little uh, Galentine's bit, which a- which actually isn't on my water cooler list, but you said it, so I wanted to piggyback off of it. Uh, so okay. you go, you go next. Okay. Well, I haven't told Jamie this yet, but I've been like, oh my gosh, dying to tell you. Okay, are you ready? Wow, what's gonna happen? <laughs> I got Justin Timberlake tickets. Nice. <laughs> what is it? Where? Where? In Charlotte. I am so pumped. He's coming. This is a very, this is very Jessica right now. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, because I know the stadium now, because we went to Beyonce, I got yep. like seats almost in the same section. <laughs> um, yep. But I am so pumped. Um, so I got on pre-sale and, you know, they only let you have a certain amount. And I asked James if he wanted to come with me, and he said yes. So we going, and I'm so when is it? I'm like looking. I'm looking at it now, and I have a lot of questions. Okay, Okay. so November um, fourteenth. I'm. I think it's still pre-sale. I could try and get another another set of tickets if you want to come. Well. I'm wondering if he's coming. Well, he'll be in D.C. He's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, Okay, so some questions that I have are, what is this like a – oh, I actually have a lot of feedback about this. Okay. Okay. First, really fun tidbit. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Andrew Hypes is the DJ that has been opening for Justin Timberlake at all of these shows. Uh Are you ready for this? Oh, I don't know if I am. Andrew Hypes was the DJ at my wedding. No freaking way. Yes. That is, he is so like awesome. famous. And he was like getting famous when he was my DJ, but still doing like smaller events. But then he started like doing parties at like Christina Aguilera's house and like Shaq's house. And he did all that these really big so events. Cool. Which Isn't is that really cool? Jamie, call him up. Tell him I you want to go like, to JT. Put me on. Well, I think all of Waynesboro is doing that with him <laughs> right now, probably. They're like, hey, remember we went to high school together? <laughs> I like, I'll buy my own tickets. <laughs> but my my other question is, um, what, like, does he have a new album? Uh, not that I know of. No. So it's like, JT, to me, like that album, I think it was called 2020, in college, like the album that Mirrors is on, I was mm-hmm. like, I just remember my roommates and I just like going on a bender and listening to that for like a year on repeat. So I'm like, is that what was oh, his last that's album? That's a good question. You know, I just really love Justin Timberlake as a performer. Like, I think that he puts on a really good show. And yeah. more than anything, like, that's what I'm there for. Um, and I love oh, his yeah. music. He has a new album. Yeah, oh, he does I because he just released. He yeah, just released Britney a single. Yeah, yep, that Britney Spears yep. song. Yep. Um, 
Okay, cool. Interesting. That's going to be a good time. I yes. see he's playing in Pittsburgh, which is one of my favorite cities to go to a concert in. Well, get you some tickets. Okay, yeah, and it's on is, Kyle and I's anniversary, which could be a good time. Which then maybe you just go to dinner with Andrew Hypes. Is that right? You know? Yeah, Andrew and Hypes. And then, you, and then here's your spin. You say, remember that time you played at our wedding? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have – yeah, like we I remember we went to this wedding in Richmond and we went to like the tobacco club. I can't remember that place. The tobacco, what is it? The tobacco lounge. I don't know. It's like a nightclub in Richmond. Mm-hmm. And we and we went after a rehearsal. We walk in, we're like dancing, and then we're like, Andrew, and he's like the DJ. Like we, we just have had so many experiences like that with him. Yeah, I think he, he would he's remember. He's everywhere. You. Yeah. Oh, yes. We're Facebook friends. He definitely knows who we are for sure. You're um, not the person that's like, hey, remember we we went to high school together? Maybe we passed each other in the hallway. No, yeah, he would he would definitely remember us. <laughs> um, I'm still but, trying to get Usher tickets. I miss pre-sale. I'm so mad about that. Okay, uh, so wow, when it so wow, you're really putting a lot on me here. Um, so when it when does that start? Um, well, I don't know when it starts, but he's coming to Charlotte in October. He has two dates in October. So first date sold out super fast. And then he opened a second date and it's selling out pretty quickly. I potentially have two tickets possibly, um, but I'm waiting to hear. I'm waiting to hear. Hmm. So if you want to make a The trip, tickets are cheap because, um, you know, Cassie and I are looking for, well, I don't know. I'm like so traveled out right now. I'm like, okay, oh, I, I believe just, I just that. want to be in my home. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've been gone like every weekend. Hmm. Anyway, just put that on your on I your know. after this weekend. I just Okay. All right. Very you... exciting. Uh, next on Cassie your list. and I are like shopping shopping our our concerts. Okay. So next on my list is I want to talk about we just started doing a new like um, we just connected with like a new private chef. Cause you know, I, I always struggle with meals. It's like yes. a thing that's really challenging for me. <laughs> um, so we just started using this new chef called, uh, it's like Gardner's Harvest. His name's Aaron Gardner. And right now, um, I'm like buying some specialty things from him, but I've been just like picking up things from him. He's like making our bread and our English muffins. And so wow. one thing, very specialized st- things. I know. Yes. Yeah. So one thing that I started doing is he does bone broth. So I've been buying like bone broth in bulk Uh and I've been like, you know, putting it like having a hot mug of it every Uh morning to like start my day because it has so much protein and like collagen in it. So I'm on my bone broth journey right now. And I just feel like a, you know, like a healthy girl. Yeah, it, it is like... Uh, it tastes good. It is a little appalling to like pour into my mug. <laughs> like I, I do gag a little bit every time. <laughs> okay. So I tried to be on an apple cider journey and that lasted two weeks. I just, it, I was cringing every time I was smelling it going into my mug. It didn't matter what cup I put it in, how much lemon, how much sugar, how much honey. It was still apple cider vinegar. And honestly, I probably you have to take that like a shot. You have to take that like a shot, Jessica. Oh my god, the smell! That's I just not couldn't even a do it. Sipping situation. Oh, I, mean, I just. I can, can you just take a shot of the bone broth? Like maybe try that. 
But no, I like how it tastes once it's heated up in the in the mug. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy like sipping it. Like I like it. It's just it's like, like pre coffee. Very... This is a pre coffee situation. I usually do it like post. Okay, like it's like cool. my it's like my my breakfast per se. Oh, because you're not so, really into well, you don't no. really have the time for the breakfast. No, no, yeah. no, no. So I mean, well, um, let's talk in a few weeks and see how you're feeling. If you see any differences, like would love to circle back on that. See if you sure. Know. I wrote this in my water cooler notes like two or three weeks ago, so I, I'm pretty deep in my. In my in your journey situation, you're still doing it consistently. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. Wow. Okay. And I actually heard about it. Well, I've been hearing about it a lot, but I was encouraged because the car mom, Kelly, oh, was yeah. talking about it. Oh, she does and this I was too. Like, Wait. Uh, I don't. She had done it like one time at the oh. point that I listened to it in the podcast. So. Oh. Here for mm. it. Okay. Well, I don't know that I could commit to that, but I'm proud of you. I'll say that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to share with you. I got this mirror in my bathroom. It's like a it's like a vanity mirror, and it it's like a ring light, and um, it is so magical. Yes, I know exactly. We put them in all of our properties. Now. I knew you were gonna know. I knew it. Yes. Okay, so when we went to Florida for a wedding, we stayed at this Airbnb, and it was like a huge mirror. It was like a Bluetooth mirror, and so you could like connect yes. your music and put the mirror yes. or the light on, and you could have different types of light, like the white light, like a ring light, or like a soft light, or you know. Anyway, I was like, oh my god, I'm not going to change my bathroom mirror because I feel like that's excessive for my home. But um, I got this like little one, and. Jamie. Oh, it's not hanging on your wall. No, it's like sitting on my counter and, but it looks like an iPad. And so like you can turn it to the horizontal, you can make it vertical, but it has that same feature of that light. And I put my makeup on today and in in a way that I've never put my makeup on before because this light was so perfect. Yeah. It really helps for tweezing your eyebrows too. Oh yes. Um, I did that this morning too. (laughs) Yeah, it's like actually like really painful because I feel like your regular mirror kind of like covers the sin and then you turn that on you're like, oh my gosh. Um, Yes. Yeah. I was doing a thing where, you know, you're like in the mirror like, oh, wow. Oh my. Look, look at this. Look at that. Anyway, so you can't go down that path, but definitely will allow you to put makeup on in a different way. I think this is a really key discussion because to me, this is now like a very non-negotiable amenity to be offering in like a luxury stay. So I first experienced these mirrors actually in Pittsburgh at an Airbnb before the Justin Bieber concert. And it was like life-changing for my Mm -hmm. makeup. And then the Georges, which is like my hospitality inspiration spot, installed these mirrors in all of their bathrooms and they're like on a switch, but also, you know, there's the tap setting. Love the tap. So... Yeah, so we have been purchasing them in bulk from Floor and Decor, and oh, our electrician now, yeah, yeah, and our and our electrician now wires them in for us so that they also work on the switch, or you can do the tap settings. Uh, but that is like if you stay in any Beastel Getaways like boutique inns, you will find those mirrors because that is. So what we do, do yours have the the Bluetooth where you can no. listen to music? No, no, ours is just the light. I mean, it really does. It, it's, it's a game changer. changer. Such a game changer. Anyway, yeah. I I agree with you. I think that, you know, all those 
all the short-term rentals out there listening, this needs to be on your list of things to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah, they're like a, they're like two hundred bucks. Like yeah. it's so worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Mine was all different only, sizes. Mine was forty dollars from Amazon because it, yeah. it just it literally sits on the counter. Um, yeah, highly recommend. Highly recommend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Amazing. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. Kind of my last thing, and it's and it's business related. Um, I previewed a new software yesterday with a software developer, um, and it was an AI software. And I'm so it, glad it you're bringing like, this up. Yeah, it is like a guest messaging AI software. And mm-hmm. so it was really cool as we were going through it. It is not like prompt-based AI where like the software asks you like 1 million questions. Like these are all the questions that a potential guest could ask so that the mm-hmm. AI is equipped to answer it if they do ask. Yeah. Because I kind of viewed this as like a, oh, AI will take over on the weekends or like at night. And, yeah. and the developer was like, no, we picture AI being 95% of like the hosting wow. of your company. And this is so interesting because it's like a chat GPT style AI where if they don't know the answer that a guest asks you, the AI texts you and is like, hey, Karen is asking for like a 1 p.m. checkout. What should I tell her? And um, and then you can crazy. respond with and, a text. Yes. And then you can develop protocols for your AI where it's like, well, your first line of defense is that you need to check the calendar. Do we have a same day check-in? If we don't have a same day check-in, then the answer might be yes. But your next line of defense is that you need to ask our cleaner if he can give an early check-in. And then the AI would text the cleaner. She would say yes or no. And then they could respond to the guest and be like, yes, you can have an early check-in. Like you develop all these protocols and systems. And so I was talking, I was feeling pretty like jazzed about it when I was listening to it because I was like, you know, we spend a lot of money on like salaries for people to just talk to guests and not saying I wouldn't want to do that, but it like kind of opens the doors to be able to grow more when you move to like an AI software for something like this. So yeah, Kyle's initial impression when I told him about it was like, "Ooh, gross. I hate that. Don't tell me anything more. And I was like, some people are super anti AI. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. There's like some nice in between for how it can help us like make our companies more efficient. And I don't know. So I am, well, so I think right now we should just say that we will have an episode on AI. Currently, I'm doing a lot of research on AI to bring to the podcast so that we can have a really great conversation about it. But I think that's a whole episode. So I love that you're exploring that. Um, and I, what I also want to do is bring some really good resources because I do agree with you. There are some people who are like, yes, AI all the way. There's also some people that are like, how can AI help me? And then yeah. there's also some people that are like, heck no, no AI for me. Um, so I think anyway, more than anything, I want to do some education around that and just have a conversation. So we'll have a cool. whole episode on it. I agree. Um, Sweet. My okay. – my next thing and last thing, and then we can go into um, the next topic, is also kind of work-related. But if you – you don't have an iPhone. Do you have a, a Notes app on your Android? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Google Keep. Oh, okay. Well, so I use iPhone, and I have um, 
the notes app, obviously. And I was getting so bogged down by all of the things in the notes app. Just like I would open up a note and then I would put whatever it is I needed to put in there and then I would move on with my life and then I would never be able to find it again. Specifically, I went to a bookstore and I took notes on all these books for my kids and then I couldn't find that note and I was so mad. And that was my tipping point. So PSA, you can make folders and organize your notes app so that you can find things more readily, more easily, and you don't have like random notes with random, you know, information on it. You can just put it in a folder. And so I I watched this whole YouTube video on it. But, um, you know, they, the biggest thing he said is like, don't overthink it. So like my notes categories on here are like personal, professional, and projects. Those are my like three categories. And within those categories, you know, they break out into, into bigger things. But like, don't overthink it. Make the categories make sense for you and do it because I promise you will thank yourself. I've already, it's already been so fruitful for me. Does uh, notes not let you search by word and then populate like which note is associated with that word? Um, yeah, I, you're right. It does. But here's like the thing. Like you searched like books. The, the thing about that is though, like the top, the, the topic would be like kids books. Right. But then under that, I would have maybe gotten a recipe and I'm just like trying to put it in real quick. And so then I would just like put it in that note and in that oh, same note. Oh, you don't you know have them all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's a, it's been a game changer for me. So highly recommend. All right. Ready to move on to mom jams? Ready. You know what my mom jam is. Ours is, is ours the same? I think so. Well, you know, because okay. you haven't listened to the one song. Okay, but yeah. But it's um, Texas Hold'em by Beyonce. Because I don't know if you watch the Super Bowl, but she's like, Usher who? I got a new album dropping. I have some, yeah, I, I have some things to say about that. Please okay, tell. Well, okay, so one, I just love that, like, the two most famous women in the world, like, you know, Taylor Swift drops her new album at the Grammys, uh, and yeah. then Beyonce's like, well, just wait, my announcement is coming in a commercial right. at the Super Bowl, and it's going to be a release date in March. <laughs> um, I just, like, love the two of them so much. But also, I wanted to say, I heard you guys talking about on the last um, podcast, uh, how maybe like commercials aren't as good as they used to be. And I wanted to say that I think we are so inundated with reels and like really uh, highly entertaining yeah. content on like Instagram and Facebook that we find commercials boring yeah. versus like that used to be like our reels and like our TikToks. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So um, I don't think that the content is worse. I think our brain chemistry is different. <laughs> That is a fair okay. statement, Jamie. That is a fair statement. I yeah. would also go as far to say that reels have changed the creativity as it's as it relates to commercials, like because the people who are creating commercials are also consuming reels. And so it's probably hard to translate that into a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really challenging issue that marketers have right now, which kind of is funny because, like, did you see Kanye's Yeezy commercial? No. I, I, <laughs> he spent, it was like literally 
a phone recording of him. It was ridiculous per usual, but he's like, I spent $7 million on this ad, so I don't have any money for like commercial development. But, <laughs> and, and he was just like being super silly. Like, I mean, Kanye West, yeah. uh, but it was just like, shop my shoes, yeezy.com. And it was just like, <laughs> that's it. I was like, honestly, he kind of played into the market perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Sounds and like it. And it also was just so ridiculous, which is very on brand. Like on brand. Um, yes. But you just kind of want to go to yeezy.com because it was like, what? You know, it was just so crazy. <laughs> you should definitely look it up. I will. I will look it up. I did see the Duncan commercial, which everyone was talking about. Very funny. I mean, it's love a j-lo moment yeah. to be honest i love a j-lo moment yeah that was a good one there were some really good celebrities like yeah in th- that commercial i'm like dang they spent a lot of money on that but um you know and you kind of have to do that it's like how can we make people watch this and this be like yeah. the most because you know everyone's scrolling on their phones anyways so in the meantime absolutely yeah well yeah. I did read that um, this was like the most watched Super Bowl, and I would venture to guess that Taylor Swift had something to do with that. Um, but I will say, like, also the celebrities, like on Twitter and like on social media, were also very funny. Specifically, um, Ryan Reynolds put out like a he had a commercial for his new uh, movie, and he's like, "Yeah, did you see my commercial for a new movie?" And then it was like, "Dot dot dot." Anyone see my wife lately? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I loved that. I loved that. Also, I told, I like, I obviously really like, like, I really like to follow celebrities and like, I love reality TV. Yes, we know um, this about you. My my favorite part (laughs) was just showing everyone's different boxes. And I've loved like all the reels of like what was happening in each box. And I was like, wow, I guess I just didn't realize that like every celebrity just like goes to the Super Bowl and like that's Mm -hmm. the culture. They all go. Yeah. everyone yes do you know what's funny is i didn't realize this and uh, i have been reading a lot about like the super bowl and whatever anyway um but because so many celebrities go i don't have this problem because i don't have a private jet but apparently you have to book your private jet parking in advance and um and you have to also book your departure in advance because they only have so many spots for you to like leave and so some celebrities because the las vegas is only so big and there's not enough space. Um, some celebrities decided they just weren't going to use their Super Bowl tickets because they forgot to book their private jet parking and they wow. wouldn't be able to get back the next day. So they're just like, you know, stayed in their apartment in the Upper East Side and just said like, you know, we'll just watch it from our TV and we'll just not go to the Super Bowl with these tickets that cost over $3,000 each. We'll just let them sit on the dresser. Oops. Oh yeah, I mean those tickets are probably like fit. They're like probably box seats, so they're like oh yeah, like a hundred k, like ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's that's really funny, isn't and, it? Yeah. So when you get your private jet, remember you got to park, you got to um, pick your parking in advance and make a reservation. Okay, just remember that. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, we've really gone on a tangent here. Um, so our mom jams are the new Beyonce songs. If you if you didn't hear that, so you can listen to them on Spotify. I think she's released them there. I don't know where else. That's how I listen to music. So that's where I I listened. Um, anyway, let's get into our business chatter. I'm really excited. So um, 
seems like a very sad topic to talk about or maybe like a very down topic, but we're going to talk about lawsuits. And I'm so excited to talk about lawsuits. <laughs> um, Let's do it. So I wanted, I wanted to tell you the story. When I was in grad school, I got my master's in college student development, but I had a legal and ethical class. And my professor, first thing, first day of class, he's like, hey, you will be sued. And we all were just kind of like looking around like, what is he talking about? And he's like, hey, you will be sued. This is literally the first day of class. And we're like, okay, we will be sued. So what are you going to do to protect yourself? Because you will be sued. How are you going to handle it? And we were just kind of like, this is the first day of class. Like, you will what be sued. What class was it? Legal and ethical. Um, so, okay. so anyway, as you can imagine, that was the theme of that class. Like you will be sued. So we had to like go through cases, talk about them, figure out what we would have done differently, how we would have managed it. Um, and then, you know, how would we protect ourselves? So I want you all as listeners to think, and as business owners and entrepreneurs, like if you're walking around thinking that you won't be sued or that this episode is not for you false. You will be sued. It's very important. 33% chance in your lifetime of being sued. I mean, that's kind of high. It's higher than 25. One third. One third. There you go. So we have some tips for you. Um, and we're just going to go through our tips. So first things first, feel the feels like you're going to wake up one morning, one day, and you're going to have an email that someone is suing you. This has really taken me to a bed as this is like all of my worst <laughs> nightmares, like being presented before me in this podcast. Like you want to talk about, I, I'm really good at practicing avoidance behavior. You want to talk about an email I would never <laughs> click on? <laughs> that one. It's that one. <laughs> Like, this is like the stuff that keeps me up at night. <laughs> and as it should, right? Like, that's the kind of stuff that's going to make you think like, okay, how can I protect myself? Which Jamie's going to come in hot with some really good, a really good tip here. So, um, but I want to encourage you to feel the feels. Like, feel like the wind has been taken out of you. Feel, cry, be angry, feel the feels, scream, like whatever you have to do, but I think it's so important. Like you see that email and for like a whole week, you're just like feeling it, right? <laughs> Maybe you're not sleeping. Maybe you're not eating. I don't know, but like, I need you to just- and I also think it's a lot like uh, waiting to be served as well. I'm always like, oh, I, I, I don't, I'm in an industry where I work with a lot of different people. So I'm always yes. like, the day someone walks up to my house. <laughs> But like, it's like, so important I don't like to feel the that. Mail. I don't like to check the mail. Yeah. This oh is my a very gosh. regular yes. part. Of I, I know this. Yes. You have some very quirky things that you're like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to go to therapy for why I practice so much avoidance in my life. Anyways. It's okay. We all, we all have our things, you know? Um, okay. So feel the feels. Step one. Jamie, I'm going to volley to you because I think your the next tip is one that you mentioned, and I think it's very valuable. So hit it. Yeah, I think it's really easy early on in your business or really in anything to just kind of like you, you really are like flying by the seat of your pants in a sense and feeling like, okay, I got my LLC. Like 
I'm doing the things that I need to be doing. But as you scale and you grow, I mean, and not even as you scale and you grow, but throughout the whole process, there's so many things that maybe you don't think about. So I know I've talked about this before, but when I first started Be Still Getaways, I just like, you know, used an insurance company. We never even spoke on the phone. I just like filled out the paperwork. I was like, here's what I need for my business. They basically didn't offer business insurance at the time. So they sold my policy to like a third party company. And it was very like not personal and nobody ever asked me any questions about what I needed. It was just like a packet. So when my when my policy renewal came up last year, I ch- I was like, I just feel like I need to be like doing something different. There's a lot of things that aren't happening. Um, so I used like a local office, which is amazing. And I just had really individual, like individualized care, I guess you can say. Like so many questions about like, okay, what do you do if like that's great. You have an, we have a great liability policy on your warehouse, but what happens once your maintenance guys put, you know, all this furniture in the bed of their truck or in their trailer, they're driving down the road and they like crash or the trailer comes off and you have like $50,000 worth of furniture that's now like damaged or broken. Like, how do you work that out? Mm-hmm. And like, he just asked me so many questions like that. And like, I didn't have cyber insurance. And he was like, well, do you take credit cards online? I was like, yeah. Every day. I, like, I, I have a, yeah. I'm like, I have a direct booking, like I'm a vacation rental company, like people pay online. He's like, well, what happens if you have like a data breach? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, you need cyber insurance. And so even today I was in a property and like something I wouldn't think about before is like, I have a bathtub that got installed, like this beautiful clawfoot tub. We had just renovated this bathroom. It got installed close to the middle of the room. So I asked, I was like, please, I need this plumbing moved like eight inches back. And Per the inspection, the inspector was like, well, if you move this bathtub back, you need to put in tempered glass on the windows because it has all these big glass things. And I and I was like, yeah, well, we have to do that. That's a no brainer because previously I probably would have been like, ah, it's fine. But now <laughs> all I can picture is someone standing up in the bathtub, putting their hand on that window to balance, which is on the third floor of a mansion. So oh, it's like a 50 foot my drop. Gosh. Yeah. Um, And they're old, they're 1800s windows, so they swing open. Mm. And all I can picture is someone just taking a tumble out there. So I'm like, tempered glass, put it in. Absolutely. But like thinking constantly of like, well, if this happens, if I say yes to this, in what ways can I be liable for this? Like, oh, this is a lie. But like, I, I just think of things now from a liability standpoint and having really, really good insurance and like having someone ask you the hard questions is incredibly, incredibly important. Yeah, I that's 100%. So and then on that same note, here's the next tip. Get a competent lawyer. And I'm not saying lawyers are incompetent. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you have a situation with a short-term rental, don't go get a traffic attorney. That's not going to work. <laughs> They need to be competent in the area in which you are being sued for, right? So all the time um, in in my profession, in my world, I will deal with people and they will say, um, oh, well, I asked my lawyer about this handbook and they said, you know, XYZ policy is incorrect. And my first question is always, is it an employment attorney? Because if it's not an employment attorney, they don't know. Um. Because it's not their specialty. They don't know that. There's so many areas of, you know, the legal world and that's on purpose. It's like, you know, you're not going to go ask a neurologist about your hip bones, right? Like 
the neurologist knows about your brain. That's what they study. Like, you're not going to go to a cardiologist about your eyeballs. <laughs> so get a lawyer that is, you know, competent in the area in which you are being sued. <laughs> Let's get comfortable using those words, you know, lawsuit, being sued, lawyer. Yeah. They're all like anxiety inducing a little bit. Um, okay. Next thing is utilizing those, I think we've talked about this, but like those trusted advisors, your mentors, your friends, your family, like really lean on them, talk to them. Um, they're going to be really helpful for you to just like, let it out, feel the feels, you know? Uh, I would also say, well, we're talking about like if you are sued, but as a preventative, Jamie, I don't know how much you do this, but as much as you can document, document. And I think that's so important, like from a preventative standpoint, but also from a standpoint of like, you know, the first thing the lawyer is going to do is ask you for all the information you have about that mm -hmm. situation. And if you got nothing, well, start paying up because yeah. you're in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this sounds kind of silly, but, um, you know, a tip is to teach yourself about lawsuits, right? I mean, I guess I would say, you know, uh, you know, Jamie, as a, as a short-term rental business owner, what do you know about lawsuits? Right. I, I mean, not to say that you don't know, but it's like, that's not your specialty. So learn a little something, like learn what the process is, teach yourself. Google is beautiful. Um, you can pull up a lot of things that you, you know, I would say that you're not going to be a lawyer by the end of it, but you're certainly going to learn something and that can really help you in the conversations that you have. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you have to say about this, Jamie, but I put on here like, just be okay because you're going to spend money. Like you, you have to just sort of weigh yeah. out, like you will spend money. You'll spend money on a lawyer. You might spend money. I don't know on the lawsuit itself, right? They might ask for a, a lot of money. Let's swing back to that insurance though, right? That's where that comes into play. <laughs> um, and it can help you cover a lot of that. Jamie's over here about to have an anxiety attack. I'm. I need you to sleep tonight. So, We're yeah. Just I mean, this is a very. Yeah, this is a very. If you are running a, a larger company, this is a very scary and real topic. <laughs> it really is, and that's why I, you know, I felt like we needed to talk about it. I mean, I hope someone walks away from from listening here to and says like, okay, I know at least at minimum what I need to start doing if I am going through a lawsuit of some kind, right? Um, I think, so the last step that I have in this in this process, I guess it's not process, it's just like tips, things to think about, is that at some point, the, the lawsuit is going to end. It's not going to go away, but at some point, you're going to have to take a deep breath and you're going to have to figure out how to move on and you're going to have to figure out how to basically like... <laughs> take your business and, and move forward, right? And that might be a completely different direction and that's going to be okay. 
But it is so important to know that this lawsuit isn't going to stay with you forever. You have to make the decision as a business owner to really pivot, shift, um, and, and just move on, move forward, right? Take a learning moment, um, but certainly this should not overshadow your business and, and what you're doing. Yeah. And those were my tips. You got any extra tips to add here? No, I like it. That's good. One day at a time. That's my tip. One day at a time. Absolutely. It's, I mean, Jamie, that's a really great tip because, you know, a lawsuit is not going to go away within 24 hours. It's just not. I mean, it could go on for years. And so you have to be able to like also find the peace within it, right? Like it might be ongoing, but you have to find peace within that to be able to continue moving on with your, your business. Yes. So that's, that was great. That was a good end to our, to our tips here. (laughs) Um, okay. Moving on to the news in the biz world. So, um, I think we've talked about this newsletter before, but it's called charter C H A R T R. If you haven't subscribed, you should, they don't pay us to do that, but it's a really great newsletter. Um, and, they had recently a an article about Zoom etiquette, okay? And I thought this was really funny. So one of the, they have different categories and they have surveyed people, a percentage of Americans who think this thing is always unacceptable, acceptable in an informal meeting, or always acceptable. There was even a category that was like not sure, okay? So how many... Americans, do you think say wearing sunglasses is always acceptable in a Zoom meeting? Okay, I think being outside for a Zoom meeting is is like kind of weird, but if I take a video call in my car, sometimes I do have sunglasses on. So, I don't know. Like I think it's like it can be acceptable. So 8% of Americans say it is always acceptable to wear sunglasses in a Zoom meeting. Okay. Who who says sometimes acceptable? Oh, okay. Sometimes. Always acceptable. What? So I'm like sitting in here in my office with sunglasses on? Yes. Right? Okay. 64% say it's always unacceptable. But if we have our car taking a call... And then they said, and 15% say it's acceptable in an informal meeting. Okay. That's kind of weird, but okay. And I do always kind of feel like when people take a meeting outside, like when they just have their laptop outside, I'm always like, I I think in an informal setting, that's fine. But I do always think it's like a little odd when it's like a more formal meeting. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the difference. I I try to not take a video call from my car. Like I try to get to my computer if I have like an important video meeting scheduled. You know what I mean? Or I just like a quick meeting with my team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, here's another one for the moms. Um, Having your child on your lap is always, 54% say it's always unacceptable. Yeah, I'm in that. And then 29% say it's acceptable in an informal meeting. 
I can get down with that. If it's informal and they're not yeah, distracting. Like if it yeah. And like what is informal? If it's like, oh, yeah, these are like my office friends and we're doing – you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, for me, it's like are they distracting? Because if you're right. in a meeting, you obviously have business to discuss to an extent, right? Like you're meeting for a reason. And so if that – your child is distracting you from the reason why you're meeting. Right. Then like I think it's unacceptable. Sick, they have to stay home from school. Yeah. Right. right. But mute, if they're like mute. bopping in the back, you know, if they're like in yeah. your background, I think yeah. it's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Me too. Um, okay. So then one of them is like having your child in the room and 31% say it's acceptable in an informal meeting. 9% say it's always acceptable. Hmm. I think you're I right. Mean, like when they like run by or whatever. I think yeah. it's, I mean, it's always hard when your kid is home from school. Yes. So it's always hard. Absolutely. Okay. Listen to this one. Drinking alcohol. Unless it's a happy hour, like a, some COVID, <laughs> right. like Zoom happy hour. That's weird. I Why agree. Why would you do that? I don't know. We're, we're in the majority because 74% say it's always unacceptable. I don't know why you would do that. So Yeah, I think that's so weird. In that same category, they have smoking and vaping. Also, 74% or above say unacceptable. I agree. This is yeah, this that's... is the last one I'm going to say because I just think this is so funny. This is not who I am at all. So it says wearing your pajamas. Do you know I've never like, worn my pajamas to a meeting? I would feel so weird. Me too. I would feel so just like unprepared and like, <laughs> no. No. I could not no, do it. No, I don't like that. No. These people that like, I mean, if this is you, really proud of you. I could not do it. <laughs> I I need to feel more put together than that. Me too. These people that like get up and work from home in their pajamas. No. No. Could not. I agree. Could not. Um anyway, those were some of the topics, but I thought that was really hysterical to just like, oh, people think this is okay. All right, cool. I would never do it, but meh, what are you gonna do? What what year was this conducted? Two thousand twenty three. Okay. Wow. The last year. Yeah. Yeah. August, September of 2023. Right. Because, you know, we've just transitioned. Like, I think the working world is transitioning to more virtual. And so, like, what are people accepting of and what are they not accepting of? Good to know. (laughs) Very interesting. Um, All right, Jamie. I think that's a wrap on this episode. What do you think? Yeah, I think this was wonderful. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You know, I tell my kids it's love day and the love starts with you. You got to love yourself first and then mm. love that. spread it, spread it. Everyone needs a little bit of love, you know? That's right. Yeah. All right. So with that, spread the love, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Cheers. That's a wrap on today's episode of Mom Means Business. We hope you enjoyed this empowering conversation and found inspiration to fuel your journey as a mom and entrepreneur. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and suggestions at the Mom Means Business podcast at gmail.com. Net with us on social media, share your experiences, and let's continue this incredible journey together. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of our Mom Means Business community. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, balancing your life, And remember, you are unstoppable.